0: What are eagle eyes? Why do I keep saying eagle eyes? Well, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But first, I want to explain to you what eagle eyes are. They are the strongest eyes in all of the animal kingdom. Wait, no, hold on. That's the wrong definition. Just a second. Okay, Eagle Eyes is a DOD program that ensures that everybody does their part in maintaining operational security and mission success while reminding everyone that we all have a role in our national security. It's an analogy. That's right. I know big words too. An analogy that everyone has a responsibility to report suspicious things and to keep a watchful eye on what is going on in your workspace. But say you do see something worth reporting. Who do you tell? Who do you get a hold of? And I'm here to tell you it's not the Winchester Brothers. If you don't understand that reference, look it up. It's a great. TV show. In this quick edition of the Maniac Radio Show, I want to talk to you about seven tips and tricks on what we can do as maniacs to maintain operational security for For our mission success. Before we jump into those seven tips though, I want to talk about how I saved 15% or more on car insurance by switching to No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna talk about that. That's a copyright issue. We'll save that for another time. But before we get into the seven tips, I wanna talk to you about salute reports. We all know what it is, hopefully. But if not, here's a quick rundown. Salute is an acronym, simple steps on things that you can do if you see something suspicious. Make sure you call security forces so that they can react accordingly. The S stands for size. When you give a salute report, be sure to be as detailed as you can on what it is that you're observing actually is. Is it one person or is it a whole group of people? Because that can make it all the difference in the world in timeliness, response, and force required. The next letter is A, in case you forgot how to spell salute, which I may or may not have done when publishing this podcast. A stands for activity. What are they doing? Is that one individual standing outside the fence taking pictures inward of daily operations? Or is he fulfilling a dare from his buddies by sticking his tongue onto the frosted fence pole? It doesn't matter if he was triple dog dared or not. Make sure you report that in your salute report when talking to security forces. The L stands for location. Where are they? Are they five feet from the wing headquarters main entrance? Or are they five miles off base? It really can make a difference. You don't have to give exact grid coordinates, but take a look around. What's an easy easy way to describe where they are, tall trees, big rocks, they're standing beside a red car. Keep that in mind when you're giving your salute report. The U stands for uniform or is it umbrella? No it's uniform. Or unit identification. Are they wearing jeans? Are they wearing khakis? Are they wearing jorts? That's a word. Look it up. They're like jean cut off shorts. And before you say anything, yes, people are still wearing those even in 2018 but make sure you give an accurate description of what that person is wearing so that when security responds or whoever it is that's going to be responding has an accurate description so they can pin down that individual and press on. The T stands for time. What time did you see this happening? Because if it was five hours ago, it may or may not be irrelevant. But if it was five seconds ago, that can make all the difference in the world. The E stands for equipment. Make sure when you're giving your salute report, you give an accurate description of what it is they have on them. Do they have guns or weapons? Sharp, pointy objects? What about something to cut through the fence with? A blowtorch? Bolt cutters? A lightsaber? Or do they have anything on them at all? Based on what they have, security forces will have a better idea of what to expect when they arrive on scene. So just keep that in mind, a salute report. When you see something, you say something. And the best way to say something is by giving an accurate, up-to-date salute report. And now for your seven tips and tricks. Number one, let's talk about surveillance. It's when someone is recording or monitoring activities. If they're using cameras, are they using still or video? Are they taking notes? Are they drawing diagrams? Are they making marks on maps? are using binoculars? Are they using night vision? All of those things can help. I don't know if you know this or not, but there are only select few people on this base that are allowed to take photos within a controlled area. Let's talk about the flight line. Not everybody is allowed to take photos out in the flight line, and if you are, you need to have a letter from the wing commander. If you see somebody in civilian clothes taking photos of that AWACS plane, that might be a good indicator. So keep that in mind when we talk about surveillance. Number two is, is elicitation. People or organizations attempting to gain information about military operations, capabilities, or people. This can be done through mail, email, telephone, social media websites, or in person. Is somebody trying to fish for information on what goes on out here at the wing. You may think that they're trying to be friendly, and they probably are. And I'm not telling you to be negative and automatically think the worst about people, but just keep that in the back of your mind when you're having a conversation with a complete stranger when they're asking you about the 101st Air feeling Wing. Number three are tests of security. Probing. Are there any attempts to measure reaction times to security breaches or to penetrate physical security barriers or procedures in order to assess strengths and weaknesses? If an adversary can record times, how many people are responding? Is it the same person, times of day, all of that good stuff, something that we need to be aware of because probing can happen right under our noses and if they're good enough, we wouldn't even know it. I would imagine it's kind of like raising spoiled kids. If they keep getting away with it, why would they stop? If they know they can get away with it, the problem will persist. Number four is acquiring supplies. Is someone purchasing or stealing explosives, weapons, or ammunition? This could also include acquiring military uniforms, decals, flight manuals, passes or badges, or the equipment to manufacture such items. Make sure you're securing all of your restricted area badges or proxy cards and military gear inside your home or on your person. Personally owned vehicles are an easy target, especially if they advertise military affiliation such as bumper stickers or veteran license plates. Don't make it easy for the enemy, lock up your gear. And that's just one more thing you can do to prevent bad things from happening. Number five is suspicious persons or vehicles out of place. If you drive to the same building every day when you go to work, after a while, you're gonna to start to notice and memorize what people drive, what time they show up for work. If one of those vehicles is out of place and not necessarily just someone buying a new vehicle, take note of that. Check with security forces or, or ask around if someone got a new car, and make sure that if you're reporting it, if you can, take down the license plate number. It makes things extremely helpful. And it's the same thing with suspicious persons. We talked earlier about the salute report. Make sure you give a detailed report on what you see or who you saw. Number six is dry run. This is when putting people into positions and moving them around according to their plan without actually committing to a terrorist act. An element of this activity could also include mapping out old routes and determining the timing of traffic lights and flow. And this kind of ties back to the tests of security. Chances are, if something bad was going to happen, the adversary has probably thought this out. I say probably, there's always that chance they're flying by the seat of their pants, but just keep an eye out for anybody who might be practicing to do something bad. I know that sounds pretty stupid when I say it out loud, but sometimes, we get caught up in our own little worlds and we would much rather not be bothered by something that's out of the ordinary. So just keep that in mind. And the last step is deploying assets. People and supplies are getting into position in order to commit the act. This is the last chance to alert authorities before the terrorist act occurs. At this point, this is your last chance. If you see something, you need to say something. No questions asked. The time to act is now. And if you don't, people could get hurt you need to make sure you call it in and give a detailed salute report so that these actions can be stopped. Anyway, those are the seven steps or tips that you can do to prevent bad things from happening. If you have any questions, you can call security forces. They are the subject matter experts. Make sure you pass this information along Make sure you pass it on to your coworkers, your friends, your family, because the more we practice this, the easier it becomes in the future when something does arise. I'm Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. And remember, see something, say something.